welcome. You're listening to the Vital Moments Podcast. I'm joined by Ron Baker, lead pastor, and my dad. I'm David Baker. It's Monday morning, and we're wrapping up a Sunday at Vital Point Church. But before we get to anything, Ron, how's your Monday morning going? It has been, I was joking with Josh, our producer, it's crispy. Crispy. Crispy mornings. Crispy on every front, right? It's crispy outside. I think it was like minus 17 or 18 or something like that when I was driving yes. the office this morning. But uh, yeah, jump right back in it this morning after yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. starting to write for this coming weekend, got some scribbly notes all written down and continuing in the life of Gideon. So it's it's yeah. been a good morning. Yeah, we popped off a brand new series and kicked it off. Um, fearless, not fearless, fearless, looking yeah. at the life of Gideon in the Old Testament. And before we jump into your specific message, why this story? Why did you feel it was really crucial for Vital Point Church um, for us to go through this? Uh, Dave, I think it's important conversation to start the brand new year. Hmm. I, I just, I have really felt strongly about uh, the importance of people living into uh, the specific things that God has for them. Hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I can speak to that generally, and I can also speak to that within the context of what does it mean to follow Jesus and the good works that are created for us. Mm-hmm. And I am convinced the more I look at my own life and the life of others is that fear actually limits people's ability to live into God's design for their lives. And so I felt strongly that we need to do this series. Yeah. I think what's interesting is is for a lot of people when it comes to fear, um, we all feel and desire there's something in life that's like we could do more, we could be part of more, we could contribute. Like a lot of people call it purpose or a drive for life or like um, a calling. But really fear in ways holds us back from stepping into those things. And if if I got this right, you, you're probably sensing as a pastor of, uh, of many people that um, – Fear is the key element that is really holding people back from that, living into the things that God wants them to do. Yeah, because the fear, uh, when we allow fear to be the prominent voice in our lives, mm-hmm. what it does is it magnifies our excuses. I love that. Or, or it <laughs> uh, turns the volume up on the lies that we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. and. And the enemy of what God wants to do in your life will do whatever he can to minimize that work. Like the enemy will attack anything that is of God, whether it's identity, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, purpose, whether it's uh, destiny, God's destiny for our lives. The enemy wants to diminish anything that resembles God in mm-hmm. our lives. And so therefore what happens is fear is used by the enemy to reduce our ability to step into the things that God wants us to do. And, mm-hmm. and he'll use fear. I, I mean, we have fear in our own, like within our own beings, like out of our own brokenness. And yeah. we want to hide our, our, our fear would cause us to hide. I mean, that's, that's the case with, with Gideon that we're looking at in judges six, where He's hiding in the wine press, thrashing mm-hmm. wheat, right? Yeah. Why, why don't you give us like the Coles notes of like the message that you gave on Sunday to help us 
Yeah. So overcoming fear uh, to be fear last, we started looking at this idea of our fear can be reduced when we live in the promise of God. So the promise mm-hmm. of God is I am with you. He says right to right, Gideon right off the hop. Uh, I am, I am with you, right? He says that in Genesis or sorry, judges, uh, six, verse 11 mm-hmm. and 12, he says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him. The Lord is with you. Almighty man of valor. So, we we kind of launched into the series looking at this idea that uh, when we take steps of obedience, it's in our steps of obedience where God reveals greater sense of purpose, destiny, mm-hmm. those type of things. But we're not stepping in our own strength necessarily. We are stre- we're stepping with the promise that God is with us. Yeah. And so when fear, fear would love us to make excuses to hold back, and that diminishes mm-hmm. our ability to stand in the promise of God. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, not a, it's not a hopeful thinking. It's not wishful thinking. It's actually before the angel of the Lord says anything else to Gideon, he promises that the Lord is with him. Yeah. Where do you see the shift happening in Gideon's life here? Like often for us as followers of Jesus, whether you've been doing this for a really long time or, or, or it's something new to you of exploring and growing in your faith, there seems to be this shift in understanding and, and, and a knowledge of who God is and what he's doing. Where do you see the shift for Gideon? Well, I mean, that's weeks two and three. Yeah. Right. We didn't even yeah. touch on that. Right. Yeah, that's we, true. We didn't touch on it, but I, I think it's, I think it's important for us to understand that the shift will come. Yeah, if you don't allow fear to hold you back. Yeah, it, it will come, but it, it's a, it's a. It, I mean, if you want to fast forward the life of Gideon, it he does these things to test to see if it is an angel of the Lord, the Lord yeah. God Himself. Mm-hmm. And so there's these little steps that he takes, uh, even to the point where um, he has to tear down uh, an altar to a false god. Yeah. And in doing so, that prepares him mm-hmm. for moving forward. We'll we'll get to that over yeah. the next few weeks. Actually, I think week three, you'll probably you are doing three. Yeah, I'm doing it. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. Yeah, it's week hard. three. You're you're going to be unpacking that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, getting rid of those things in our lives, the idols that we have, right? Okay, let me ask you this. How does someone start recognizing the fear in their life? Like, let's get down to the application of this, right? Yeah, we've all got fear. There's something um, that is holding us back. And many times it is fear or insecurities or doubts and and doubts and insecurities can fuel the fear. How does someone literally say, okay, God, like, I want to identify these fears, like reveal them to me? Well, the, that's that's good because going to spending some time before God and asking Him to, um, like we know the fears are there, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but I I believe it's important to spend some time, you know, with God, kind of going, okay, um, where are these fears coming from? 
what is the root of these fears? Hmm. Right? So let me play it out for you. Yeah. Uh, it's common knowledge that I share quite frequently, the insecurities that I have, right? Of, of what I believe uh, some other things that God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. I have been spending time asking God to uproot the uh, uproot this fear. Give me where did this come from? So, for example, let's say um, I I feel called to write this write this book. Right, lots mm-hmm. of people have been lately saying this again to me. <laughs> the fear is rooted in I failed grade nine back in the day when you can actually fail students. Um, I failed grade nine. I spent two years in grade nine. Hmm. Uh, I used to say I was held back to be a good example for the other grade nines coming in. Hmm. Right. And so there's that, the root of the fear is I, I'm probably not smart enough to write a book because I, I failed at some point. Now, truthfully, the failing grade nine was the best thing that happened to me. And I think that if we are prepared to grow out of that, then that's a whole other podcast. But it was really helpful for me in my schooling. Mm. Mm. So asking God, what what is the root of this? Where does it come from? Is Does it come from something someone said to us as a child? Or does it come from, you know, something that you experienced as a child or as yeah. a young teenager? And so the process would be, uh, give me better clarity on where this comes from. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that we talked about was this idea that you can actually have authority over your fear. I love this. Yeah. So many of us bow to our fear and we submit to our fear and it holds us captive. It's like we've it, our fear puts us in jail. Mm-hmm. And what I've recognized is as a follower of Jesus, I actually have authority over this fear. I actually can approach this fear and say, no, I have the authority given to me by God. We talked mm-hmm. about this in Second um, uh, Timothy um, 1, 6 and 7, where yeah. Paul says to Timothy, fan the flame of the gift that's in you. Mm-hmm. Right? Fear doesn't allow us to fan that flame mm-hmm. that is within us. Mm-hmm. Fear tries to keep it a pilot light. Yeah. It's there, but it's not it's not expressed in its fullness. So for me, uh I've recognized again and I and I talked to your mom about this. I mean, this is the beauty of series like this is that sometimes God is doing work in in us as communicators. It's what what we've learned as leaned in truth. And I, you know, one of the things that I've recognized about this fear that I have personally is that I actually need to have authority over it. Hmm. You know, and that comes from what Paul says to Timothy. He says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline mm-hmm. or self-control. Self-control. Yeah. And so for me, it's that beautiful realization. I, I believe that many of us, had our eyes opened yesterday to the realization that we have authority. Because here's the thing. If Paul is right in Ephesians 2.10, that God is, God is, we are, we are his masterpiece in Christ for good works prepared beforehand. Mm -hmm. Then we better get authority over our fear 
by the help of the Holy Spirit so that we don't stand before God one day. And he says, I had, and he shows us this platter, right? Mm-hmm. Because the realization too, David, is a lot of people live in fear that they're going to miss out on these things. But the truth is these things won't happen without you. Mm-hmm. But if we allow fear at the table, mm-hmm. then we will miss them. Mm-hmm. And so this platter, I, I, my dream would be, this vision I have would be is standing for Jesus. And he holds out the platter and says, you've accomplished everything that I assigned for you to do. Yeah. That doesn't add fear. That adds excitement for me to lay down, like lay down my fear Mm -hmm. so that I can experience the good that he's created for me to do. And that's why Paul talks about it in, in Philippians, like press on, look forward, don't look back. Right. Yeah. It's looking onto the future of what the eternal side of what Christ is desiring you to do in your life. So one day you do stand before him. He goes, well done, good and faithful servant. Like you got like nine out of the 10 things that I desired you to do in your life. And you didn't allow fear to hold you back. It was the excitement of what the future was going to be in my presence. Yeah. And, and people were impacted by your obedience. And I think this is really interesting when it comes to fear. Like when you say, okay, God, like I'm coming before you. Like I, I, I need you by your spirit to reveal the fear that I have that's holding me back. And, and, and I'm a believer that is if you come before God humbly willing to seek him, in a meek manner, he is going to be like, yeah, and I'm going to reveal these things to these things to you. Mm-hmm. And to have authority over them is to know that Christ is alive in you. He is alive in you, but you're going to have to obey. Yeah. And obedience within the Christian faith is such a beautiful thing because it, it leads us into a moment of seeing the supernatural happen. Yeah, I mean, there is elements of that that is very true. In our obedience, we get to experience, you know, that promise that God is with us. But even Mm -hmm. if we don't experience the supernatural, we actually are claiming the promise that God is with us in this this moment. So Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't bank it all on, yes, there's uh, going to be supernatural. There is. There's elements of that. I think in our obedience, we... Our our obedient faith is really about diminishing the fear in our lives to step mm-hmm. into you know Paul says that at the end of end of Ephesians two ten he says that you will walk in them yeah right so the walking is in the natural process of our day the the natural ebb and flow and rhythms right mm-hmm. um, and then we have these moments where we go oh wow I really sense God in that place in that moment mm-hmm. yeah and which I think is very important for us. And that's why I want 2024 for people in our community and those listening would be realizing that, and we've been talking about this before, David, that we sometimes sit back passive. Yeah. And the realization is, is that no, we actually partner with God creating the future that he's prepared for us. Yeah. And I would say even, even like, we would live in a posture of being passive, but also in a way of allowing the fear just to allow us to quit. yeah i I mean fear fear may yeah absolutely fear would be just waving the flag of surrender saying i i this is the fear becomes our identity right it really does Mm -hmm. cool okay 
I think this uh, this series is gonna it, it partners so well with the unwavering faith. Like Whew. I was sitting there, we we had to cancel our our in person gatherings in in here on County Area Exeter and Clinton because of the weather and blowing snow and stuff like that. Yeah. And watching online, I was like sitting there. I'm like, man, oh man, kids were running around in our house, and I was just like, this still partners so well with the understanding of what this year looks like for unwavering faith is to live fear less yeah and um really conquer that that's i thought it was cool so thanks so much for sharing your heart yeah it's a great start i think yeah i believe dave i believe yeah Yeah. claim it okay thanks so much everyone for joining in with the vital ones podcast if you know a friend that maybe needs this podcast um because they're talking about fear share it with them and if you're someone that wants to um review it rate the podcast either on youtube or spotify or on apple music or all platforms really for podcasting do it it's a lot of fun we'd love to see more people see these things um and yeah anything else ron are you feeling good you're feeling we crispy need, feeling crispy we need to end soon because all of a sudden my laptop saying i have very little low battery i have low okay, battery. so we're out of here have a good one everyone <laughs> peace out have a great day